Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek, and you are about to bring your strength and skills, and through that, your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long term. As a calisthenics athlete and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world, and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience and personal stories, which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power, for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. Hello and welcome to this new podcast episode. And I would love to tell you about a topic that I get actually asked a lot about by my clients, about by people that approach me on social media. Um, and this is mostly about how to actually do the right resting times. And resting times is a very critical topic, as I would usually say that's something you definitely should auto-regulate. Um, but for some people especially resting times are the main factor why training is getting very very long and um, especially nowadays as we all have our jobs usually we don't have like four hours of, of time for each training session and um, to keep things a little bit shorter um, I would like to give you a little kind of advice on how you can actually approach your um, training rest periods in between the sets so this is extremely crucial this is not in between the sessions it's in between the sets so usually i would say when you come into training there's a like a rule of thumb when you are in somewhere we, we have to talk about um rpe here or rear which is um in the end rate of perceived exertion or re reps in reserve which is pretty much very similar to each other, pretty much the same. But in the end, this is actually how hard something is for you. So it's kind of rating the um, intensity that you have there. So just to um, get you a little bit of an explanation in upfront, I, I know we do have a have an episode on that, but I would just like to uh, explain it to you upfront. So um, an RPE 10 is you can't do one more rep. There's just, this is the end. This is it. You grinded out everything. You can't do one more rep. An RPE 9 is usually you are able to do one more rep. Um, and an RPE 8 would be 2. 7 would be 3. 6 would be 4. Yeah? 5 would be like 5 or something. Yeah? And uh, reps in reserve is pretty much the, the name already tells us. All right, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, but it just is a little bit better to understand for most people. So if you have like uh, reps in reserve one, that would mean you have one more rep in reserve. So 
you see that's a pretty easy approach to um, just scale a little bit of intensity here. Yeah, usually you can say um, if if you, if you look it up online, um, RPE chart. Yeah, on Google, um, you you're gonna find a lot of, of stuff uh, out there um, about that topic. But usually you can say um, RPE ten is above ninety percent of your um, estimated one rep max, and that that should be uh, pretty hard to you usually. Um, when it comes to singles but of course you can also use this rating thing for um several reps so in the end you know okay i i know this one was extremely hard to me or not so extremely hard okay um just to have a rough guideline right here um when you have something that is an rpe5 um then you see you can easily go with like one minute breaks in between um, if you have like six, then you go for uh, an RPE six, then you go for like two um, minutes. An RPE seven would be like three minutes, an RPE eight, like four minutes, and uh, an RPE nine would be like five minutes, and 10 would be as needed. But I would always keep it in, a, in the range of five to seven minutes. I know sometimes you feel like, oh, fucking hell, I need to take like 10 minutes break in between when it really gets heavy. Um, I know this, this is why I say usually take it as needed, but on the other hand, we also have to consider there is not endless time here. <laughs> um, so uh, for, for certain training sessions. So we have to keep that in mind. Um, another thing that we also have to keep in mind after we had this rough guideline right here is that um, usually when you have certain exercises that some of the exercises might need more rest and some of them might need less re um, resting time. So when, when it comes up to, let's say, pull-ups, um, my experience says I don't need too much resting time. I need some resting time, but I don't need too much of it. Um, and when it comes to really heavy dips, I need a lot more um, resting time. But when I do more reps of dips, as an example, um, I don't need too much resting time. And uh, then my shoulder girdle is usually um, very fried from one rep max um, attempts and stuff like that. Then I just need more time to recover from that. Same goes for skills to me. Um, when I have something that really, really taxes my shoulder girdle, then I definitely have to uh, rest a little longer. Um, but this also depends a little bit on the exercise. So to me, um, it, it is really a, it depends um, answer right here but what I definitely can say is squats and deadlifts take some more time so what I can definitely recommend to you is when you have exercises that usually put some pressure on your spine so exercise like squats deadlifts maybe also an OHP and stuff like that which are definitely um, you're moving objects out of your body so um, when you put some more weight on the spine so everything has to be stabilized and central nervous system has to to stabilize everything a little bit more usually that takes for me to to uh, recover a little longer and um, from my experience this is something that's not only with me this is pretty much with everybody so um, we can say these exercises are just more taxing um, the body needs a little longer to recover from that also, what we have to say, it also depends a lot on how you are in shape. So um, for most calisthenics people that are listening, um, they are usually pretty lean and in a pretty good shape. So that really helps also in recovery. There is a too lean, then you don't recover that well. But um, usually when you are a little bit more on the body fat um, side of life, 
um, on the cookie side of life, um, then you usually can say people do recover a little slower. Um, also, that something that definitely definitely plays a role here is how often do you ca uh, do cardio? Do you do cardio? Um, because that also, um, as you might know from the last episode that I did about um, this recovery um, topic, um, there there is some evidence that. Play, cardio does play a role in recovery and it does play a role in between sets. So um, there are several factors that come in there when it comes to that. But as I already said, this is a rough guideline. So it's not 100% because you never can tell that, but this is a rough guideline to where we can adapt from. So don't take it too long, don't take it too short. So the idea is um, to be pretty sufficient with the amount of recovery. So that the very important part here is to say, I don't want to say really this is it. So because um, it's not going to be like you're going to be fully recovered all the time with this amount of time because the, the idea here needs to be that we recover as much as possible, but still be a little bit time efficient in training. So I just hesitate to say complete recovered as um, some people may take that a little bit too far here. So um, what I would really say is, uh, you can say you will fairly be well recovered, but um, I wouldn't say that you have to rest like 15 minutes in between sets and because you, you're going to get cold you're going to be recovered but you're going to get cold and stuff like that and uh, we want to be warm and training and stuff yeah uh, this is the the topic is pretty big as you can see so i'm i'm getting in trouble here right now so <laughs> all right take your time uh stay with the with the rough guideline and um do it like that um what something that we also have to consider when it comes to that here is also um the topic of uh when we do several reps of something um, let's say you did 20 reps of squats at six, that will still take a little bit longer for you to recover from. Um, especially when it comes to me, I would, I would say, I could say, maybe I can do like, I don't know, 150 for 20 or something like that. I definitely would have to recover a lot after that. <laughs> so that would probably go into the direction of 10 minutes for me. So you can't really say, um, this is it. This is the, the one one uh, answer that gives the answer to everything here. Um, but what we have to keep in, in, in mind is when we have a variety um, of, of certain exercises, then we have to look at the single exercise, which is in, in front of us, um, how we take the recovery time in between. Because uh, if I look at something where I do like, let's say push-ups, um, from push-ups I recover pretty fast. So that's something we have to keep in mind here. Um, I could do 20 push-ups easily and let's say 50 and don't, don't have to um, take a lot of a big, big break. Um, so that, that's something we have to consider here. That, as I already said, there are exercises that will tax you a little more and some will not be that taxing. Um, the variety is definitely high. So 
if we have a high volume at a low RPE, times might be a little shorter. If we have a um, low volume with a high RPE, the times might be a little longer. So that's definitely something that we can say. But I think everybody knows the same uh, thing if you had like, let's say you did handstand push-ups on the wall and you did it for, for reps. So let's say you had like, I don't know, let's say 10 reps, three sets, 10 reps. In between, you don't need that much time of, of uh, um, recovery time, you know? You can say, yeah, three minutes is pretty good for that. Let's say the same for back squats. We had three sets of 10 reps and both of the exercises, um, you did it at an RPE seven to eight. I would say, from what I know for myself, I take a little longer to recover from that. So you can see the exercise selection is highly, highly important for that. And of course, the um, amount of reps that we have to do here. So um, all in all, I think to have this rough guideline and keep in mind that we always have to consider the individual situation for the individual person, um, then we can go on from here. I hope this one helped you a lot and uh, thank you for listening. If you need any help um, on that, just shoot me a message um, and reach out to me. I think you already know that. You can catch me up on, on Instagram, Nick underscore Tibu, um, or you just uh, hit up the Strength and Skills podcast. There's also the possibility to send an email to office at strengthandskills.de and then uh, I'll come back to you. All right. Thank you, guys, of course. And uh, if you know someone who might profit from this um, episode, just shoot him this episode. Um, so that we can help everybody to, to grow a little bit better and make more gains. Thank you guys and uh, catch you in the next episode.